0: Hey, what you doing? Oh, I'm just sitting here thinking. Thinking? That's it? Am I supposed to be doing anything else? Hmm. Hey, this is Michelle Spiva, your Practical priestess of Wisdom, and I want to welcome you to today's podcast of Wisdom Smack. So, we're going to be talking about that quiet time and what having a lot of time has started to reveal. So join me as we peel back the layers and talk about some wisdoms when it comes to having a lot of time. So join me on the flip as we talk about because you don't want to. I'll see you on the flip. Thank you for joining me and welcome to today's podcast of wisdom smack with me your practical priestess and host Michelle Spiva so let's get into it i'm going to be putting a link to a article on medium that I thoroughly enjoyed and is part of the inspiration for today. So make sure you check out the show notes to be able to go and share some love and get some inspiration from this article. And it's the name of the article is called Read This If You Can't Figure Out Why You're Not Motivated by Brianna Weist, I hope I'm saying that right, but I'll make sure that I link her. Y'all share her some love, give her some claps and the like. It's a short four minute read. All right. So anyway, let's get into it. And today we're, we're talking about because you don't want to. And I think that that is one of the best and most healthy ways for you to claim it as your mantra, especially if you're listening to this at the time of recording going into this weekend. So because you don't want to, what that means is you've gotten to the point where in this time of pandemic, the world has changed. Things have slowed down and you've possibly gotten past that fear of missing out, that fear of all of the crashing thoughts and things that used to take your mind away from the still quiet of the truth, that now you're starting to make peace with it. You know, I was reading this article that I just made reference to. And she said something that really got me. And she said, you've got all the time in the world now. So now you're faced with the fact that you're not doing the things that you said you were going to do because you didn't have time. It's because you really don't want to. Yeah. And it hit me like, a sack of rocks because no lies detected. She told the truth. She came straight down the middle of the street with a mega horn. And I have to give her a shout out for that. But there were other things that um, started percolating as she was talking about this because she gave the example that I was using. You know, I was like, oh, I'm going to do spring deep cleaning and all of this kind of stuff. And I'm going to tell y'all, I've been just... um, hmm. Yeah, I've been hitting it as my mom used to say a lick and a promise and the surface cleaning and so uh, I'm a little convicted because I did say oh if I had the time I would do x y and z I'd get in that kitchen and reorganize and you know all of this kind of thing. So I'm I'm a little convicted and I have to evaluate why don't I want to. See, that's the bigger thing. We are getting to the point now where it you have to take time to process and to think. And as we're continuing to grow through this and I've said this on a few podcasts, I'm gonna say it again, I'm starting to see this as the blessing and the gift that a lot of people are hoped for, uh, have hoped for, prayed for, and begged for. And now that you've gotten it, because it doesn't necessarily look the way we thought, it's causing us to stumble and to see mirages and things that aren't true. And so, right now, with the power vested in me, I want to absolve you of all the guilt of all the things that you said I need to be doing that you might not be doing right now. I want you to absolve yourself of the guilt of comparing yourself to people who do want to do those things because they're doing them, or those people who are able to do stuff because they have built such a strong muscle of discipline that. There is no doubt they do what they do and they do what they shall and they must. And so it's not about giving you permission to be a slacker. It's not about any of that. What it's really about, come here, listen, let me tell you, come here, come here. Can you hear me? Okay, great. What it's really about is finally getting to the point where you can hear and you can start to see the evidence of what you want and what you don't want. There is something to be said in the quiet. There is something to be said loudly in that small voice that we a lot of times squash out and can't hear. There are going to be people that during this time when they emerge, their entire concept of who they are and what they really want is going to be turned upside down. So I officially want to welcome you to The Reset. Oh, yes. Welcoming you to The Reset. And there are some great things that you can do as you're starting to return to quote-unquote factory settings and starting to look at how you can do anything. Because I'm, I'm going to tell you right now, a lot of us, when you return, those jobs, those careers and things that you thought you had, no, no sugar plum. You're going to have to reinvent yourself. And it's not fearfully uh, said. It's, it's not to scare you. It's to give you permission to start doing it. Um, I have a podcast that I'm going to be talking about uh, in the upcoming days um, about the aftermath of, of what we're getting right now. And I'm calling it um, the reemergence list. And it's kind of modeled off of the bucket list where you get to make a list of the things that you want to do and you've now realized you want to do now that you've had time to sequester and time to just, like my grandmother would say, collect your thoughts. So we'll be talking about that. It may just be part of another one. I'm still working on the notes for it. But I just want to say that right now, those things and thoughts And ideas that you have that are starting to bubble up, not in an explosion, but in a nice tickle of excitement, start noting them. Put them in your phone. Write them down. Do whatever it is to capture them because they are wisp of possibility of what you can do and what you can be. Do you realize that at such a time as this, the entire world has gotten an opportunity to reset Instead of ingesting the regurgitation of fear, of lack, of worry, instead, start looking at this being your reemergence of new life, of new abundance. I wanted to talk a little bit about what it feels like when you finally realize that all that stuff you thought you wanted to do you can't bring yourself to do it. You've got all this time. You've possibly got the resources and still you don't. And there is, I believe, a reason. So thank you for listening to me and letting me, you know, get this opening. And I wanted to make sure that I gave, um, Miss Brianna Weist. um, a shout out because of her inspiration. So now I want to move into what what are we doing when we figure out we don't want to do the stuff that we thought we wanted to do. Or we don't want to be with the people that we thought we wanted to be with. Or we don't want to be the person that we thought we wanted to be. You see, in times like this, When you allow yourself to stop running, to stop trying to hide behind all of the trips and all of the things, you start to meet yourself. And when you meet yourself, it's not a scary thing. It should be. And for the most part, it could be a reset and a welcoming home. And so i I wrote this down after uh, listening to, um, it wasn't a podcast, it was uh, a snippet of something that I listened to. And it really, it impacted me. And so I wrote it down and um, the person said, he said, you don't have to make it happen. You have to welcome it. And I was like, what is that it? What is that it? And today, it, it hit me that we don't have to make our beings happen. We have to welcome in what our beings have always been and accepting it. For some people, one of the most egregious evils is to be idle. And they're right. until. It comes time for that to happen. You see, there's a saying this is there is nothing new under the sun, and that everything has a time and a place. And for those people who are well versed with um, the ancient text of the Bible, you'll find that in Ecclesiastes. There is a time and a season for everything, there's a time to work, and there is a time to rest. And if you're finding that, All the things that you quote unquote need to be doing because they are what your busy mind or what your busy society has told you that you need to do, test it because you can easily test it. If it is something that you should be doing, you would start doing it or you would be about doing it. You know, I am uh, currently blessed to be working with a small group of people, um, teaching them um, in a writing class. And what I started noticing was, is at first I was tired. I was trying to deal with all, all of the stuff, you know, all the things about the crisis and the corona and all of that kind of stuff. And after the first three weeks of our uh, time together, I started finding my groove and I started being able to manage it and my writing. And I started being able to be more open to the creative flow that I used to have. And I was like, What ri- wizardry is this? Only to realize that it's because that quiet, still voice is having time to speak, having time for us to start hearing. Let me ask you, have You paused to listen. Have you paused to feel, to sense, to know, to just be? Now, you might say, well, Michelle, I've got all of these kids. I've got all this activity. I've got all of this stuff. And I'm not one to try to tell people how to raise their their children, especially in the formative ages. So what I'll invite you to do is channel my grandmother and have it where they get to the point where maybe daily you have them take a beat for 15 and work them up to 30 minutes where they just sit and collect their thoughts. I've said it on previous podcasts and I will continue to say it for as long as I have breath in my body. One of the biggest gifts my grandmother gave us, my my siblings and myself, was the ability to sit and to collect our thoughts to not feel the pressure of having to do anything. The biggest goal was to be. And when she was doing that, I didn't think anything because, you know, of course, my grandmother, she she knew all. She was a great woman of, of wisdom. She channeled wisdom very well. And I hope I'm doing her proud. Uh, but what I'll say is, is that I didn't realize that she was teaching me mindfulness. She was teaching me to be able to hook into the cosmic, all the good, the omnipotent, omnipresent, and omniscience of our universe, of our being, of our creative collective, of whatever you want to call it. God, Allah, Buddha, I don't care. But she was teaching us how to do that. And I, I've told you guys and I'll tell you again, she had stimuli in that room to help us. There was a bookshelf and uh of course there was um furnishings because it was in um her living room, but she also had an aquarium huge, three um separate, you know, aquariums stacked on top of each other that spanned uh the most of the wall that they sat against. And you turn those lights out, close the curtains, even in the midst of the day, and uh, you were able to look at the eerie beauty of uh, the the sea life that she would have in those aquariums and the bubbling water. Oh my gosh, it would put you into a darn near nirvana. There would be times when I, I'll never forget it. I would think you know, that, oh, I don't want to sit down. I want to be out. I want to do this. I want to do that. And I'm mad with my sister because she did this and did that. And next thing you know, I'm daydreaming. And the next thing you know, my grandmother is picking me up and like, baby, it's time to get up. (laughs) And I would have one of those hard sleeps. You know, those sleeps when you wake up, you're disoriented. You don't know where you are. What happened? How did you get here? And yes, carpet imprints on my cheek. (laughs) And I am reminiscent of that because this is a time for everyone to slow down and get a reset. Collect your thoughts, sweet pea, because you're going to need what your most wise self is trying to tell you. Because when, not if, when we go back, only those who have taken this time to get their reset and to start crafting their reemergence plan. Are going to farewell because there is just something about that element that each one of us I don't care how logical, practical, uh, pessimistic I don't care, pragmatic, whatever you want to call it I don't care how much you lean towards that bending. You can't predict all and you certainly can't plan all, but when you start to tap into that, and in, that in eternal, internal, eternal you whispers of what to expect, what to come, and how to prepare, start emerging. And when they start emerging, they are really good at being repetitive so that you don't miss it, so that you don't think you heard something. Because if it's for you and you have that seeker's heart, where you're willing to calm yourself down. Get rid of all the guilt of all the stuff you need to be doing. Stop comparing yourselves with other people who are constantly online and telling you, you know, I'm possibly guilty of it, of telling you, you need to be doing this, taking advantage of that, doing it, blah, 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 blah. blah." Shut all of that out. Shut it down. Shut it down, dear one. Shut it out. And get to know that inner you. Because that inner you is going to help you to give you what you really do want. That inner you is going to help you to start dealing with the crisis going on inside of you. I have been, I'm actually, I'm going to tell the truth, I've been laughing. Because people that I didn't think were as bat poop crazy (laughs) as they are, oh honey, it's starting to show. I have witnessed people and I'm talking about people I know Not people I've observed people I know going stir crazy I gotta get out of here you know willing to risk it all just to go out and walk around whole paycheck and uh you know buy one thing at a time each day just so they can get out I'm like wow Mm. running from anyone And this is part of the blessing. And I said, and I'm not taking it back. This is part of the blessing of us being able to start to see those shadow sides of ourselves, starting to see those gaping holes that we have that other people can always see, but we might not be able to see. You know, being able to sit thyself down and be still and quiet, you begin to start knowing. You begin to start tackling that philosophical question of, uh, do you know, do you believe or do you know? You know, because when it comes down to who you are, what you're supposed to be doing, when you get to that point where you really get quiet, you'll start evaluating, okay, what am I doing? Why am I doing it? Or why can't I do? Why can't I make myself? For some people, this is the time that your body is trying to make you sit down so it can do its job to repair and to replenish, to uh, get you in a calm enough state to start producing its own HGH, human growth hormones, to get you in a state where it can start to work on your adrenal fa- failure, to get you into a state where you will stop eating emotionally. And listen to your body to only eat when you're hungry. Sleep when you're truly tired. You know, exercise when you're it's truly time to move. Um, I. Uh, had uh, something come across my uh, feed the other day, and there was this doctor talking about uh, women's health and what women need, and I, I listened to it because you know I'm curious like that. And out of all of that sales presentation and all of that, there were a few points that stuck out, and he talked about that he noticed a lot of times when his female patients would come in from a uh, holiday or from a vacation and they would have gone off their diets and eaten like crazy and all of this and they would have come back only to realize that they had lost a lot of the weight they were trying to lose. They had they, Their bones and, and their overall well-being and disposition was better. And he said that he realized that It was because they had removed the stress and the strain. And then he talked about non-exercise related movements. Things like um, fidgeting, doodling, um, just the everyday up and down of going, getting up and going somewhere and doing things. Was that he realized that this is part of the Things that impact our health and our ability to maintain weight and all of these things more so than going out and totally exerting and killing yourself to the point where you can't do anything but get your shower and lay comatose in a fetal position afterwards. He talked about do not add more stress to your body every now and again. You do need to just relax and let it be. And I grabbed onto that. I was like, you know, relax and let it be. And I, I am a person where if I don't have, um, if I don't have too much struck, if I don't, if I, excuse me, I'm trying to say it in a different way. If I have too much structure for too long, I tend to, uh, not produce as well. And so over the years, because I do get to work from home and I work for myself, I have kind of learned my uh, pacing. And I kind of know when it's time to pull back, give myself a break, let up on the gas and get quiet and get a little reset. And I'm not saying that I'm better than anybody else. What I'm saying is, is because of where we find ourselves collectively today, I want you to give yourself permission to do that as well. Now, yes, people, if you're able to work from home, if your employer is expecting that of you, please do that. But in the other time, don't run around like the road runner. Don't constantly try to be busy and thinking that if I'm, if I'm not busy, I'm lazy or that there's a guilt or I should be doing this and I should be doing that. Don't do all of that. Understand truly that it comes to a time when your body, your mind, and even your world is begging you to slow down, to do nothing. Because you don't want to. You don't want to do all of the aspirational things that people say, oh, you should be doing this or you should be doing that. You don't want to buy in to what society says is acceptable for you as you're in this time of coronavirus, uh, uh, self uh, isolation. You don't want to go and reorganize your spice shelves and and do the deep cleaning um, in the kitchen, even though it is springtime. And I was raised that in springtime you do your cleaning. <laughs> if you don't want to, take a beat, take a moment, and understand that this is time for you to think. This is time for you to listen. This is time for you to know. This is time for you to be. And it's important. Because it's times like this when you get your instruction, you get your knowledge of what's going to carry you through. You see, most people living don't know anything about what has happened. I don't care what they say. Even if they are vetted and they are, you know, talking to you from a place of authority, at best they are using models. And yes, we need to listen to them. And You need to listen to that inner voice of you because nobody can be better at being you than you. You see, there is a crisis going on and on your inside, no matter what. When you have an abrupt stop, when people have to realize that without warning and without your decision, you were immediately given an indefinite vacation, You got to find a way to deal with yourself. You got to find a way to deal with all of that inertia of all of the things that were running around and running you that have nowhere to go and they're pinging around on the inside and you're trying to make sense of who you are, why you feel this way, Uh, what's happening, will I ever, you know, those types of things. I could go on and on and on about ways people are seeking to uh, avoid themselves. Whether it be willing to risk the coronavirus to try to convince somebody to come meet up with you to date. And you don't even know these people. Yes, they released stats earlier this week about uh, three of the popular dating sites, Tinder, Bumble, and Grindr. And they talked about how, they, how much they were up, some of them uh, upwards of a thousand percent of activity. And they did say some people were just trying to meet new people so that when they do get out, they'll have new people to hang out with. But there were a lot of people trying to convince folks to either come to them or they could come over to where that person was, willing to risk not only infecting themselves, but causing danger to all of us because they couldn't get somewhere, like my grandmother say, sat down and collect your thoughts. So... It's okay to not do a lot of the stuff that you said you were going to do. And it's okay to finally realize that maybe, just maybe, who you said you wanted to be, what you said you wanted to do, and what you said you wanted to have is not really what you want. And you know what? It's also okay to go through the pain of the crisis that's whirling around on the inside and that's making you feel like you have to run from yourself because eventually, sometime soon, if especially if you're under the sound of my voice, I feel it, I know it, I share it, (laughs) sometime soon, that part of you that wants to survive and thrive is going to kick in. And you're going to start dealing with all of that turmoil, all of that confusion, all of that apathy, numbness, all of those things that start to peek out as little sprouts of new growth that say, have you considered me? Have you considered this? There are going to be people that discover that hobbies that they never thought they had an interest in are going to emerge and possibly even start to determine and define who they become after this. There are going to be people who are going to have the courage to see that the relationships that they thought they needed and that they wanted and that they chased down and tried to hold hostage are going to show them that it's time to let me go. It's time to let uh, dead things be buried. And in the last few minutes, I don't want I don't want you to feel like oh, this is confusing, I know I need to do this and you're telling me not to. No, what I'm saying is, is you are the absolute expert on being you. Nobody else can ever take that job away from you. And I want you to have faith, trust, and confidence in what is happening. For some of you, you've been delaying that part of the process that makes you grow still. You see, you're not going to always just sit there and not do anything, it's a process. So after you get through with all the frenetic energy and the tripping out and the spazzing out and, you know, stop fighting it. You know how a little kid, when they're sleepy, they start doing more to stay awake, to fight off the sleepiness. Don't fight it. Get still, get quiet. And it might take a day, some days, a week, a couple of weeks, but. Get still. Start making notes of things that spring up for you, of things that you didn't possibly consider, or where you start to see things in a different way, you start to get new ideas, different ideas, creative things that you might not have thought you wanted. And be okay with it. When that guilt comes that says, I need to be doing something, shoot it down. Get rid of it. Put it out. And get that because once you start getting ministered to by your own soul, your own spirit, however you want to call it, your own knowing, then after that, you're going to have the the desire and the need to get up and move and to put into action your new marching orders. And then after that, you're going to start to see the fruition of what you're doing. But if you're always trying to avoid getting to that point where you are confronted with the crisis inside, when you are confronted with the stillness of having to sit with self, you're going to prolong what could have been a great thing. So if you don't feel like getting up and doing all this extra stuff that you said you always wanted to do, it's okay because you don't want to. But what I don't want you to do is ignore the gift and the opportunity that's coming to you of finally getting a chance to think and process and know and be with yourself. Trust me, it's not as scary as you think. Go on and reintroduce yourself to yourself and embrace yourself because yourself has been waiting a long time to get your attention. So guess what? Yes, my time is up and I thank you for yours. This has been Michelle Spivey, your Practical Priestess of Wisdom with today's podcast of Wisdom Smack. Don't forget to check those show notes. And guess what? Because this is a daily podcast, I'm going to see you tomorrow.